I'd just like to talk about the Combat Commission and about their policies. Um, a friend of mine recently got suspended for six months after hitting his opponent after the bell. Apparently they deem punching your opponent four hours after the fight in the car park uh, a little bit late. So yeah, I, I, I think it's bullshit myself, but it is what it is. Welcome to the Spice of Life podcast, featuring Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. Two talented fighters discussing life, fighting, work, family, balance, and everything in between. Tune in weekly for your fill of laughs. Now, here's your hosts, Tanner Wilshaw and Luke Spicer. And introducing his opponent, fighting out of the red corner with 120 fights, 90 wins, 40 by way of a knockout, undefeated inside of the CMT cage. He stands 180 centimeters tall, weighing in at 75.75 kilograms. Trained out of the Boon Choo Gym on the Gold Coast. He is at 10 times world champion, representing Australia, ladies and gentlemen, the Gunslinger, John Wayne Parr! Mr. John Wayne Parr, how are you? Mate, I'm very well. That's <laughs> good. We can't see you. Do you have Hang video on. on there? Oh yeah, just a moment. <laughs> uh, I'm trying to work out the best spot. Just showing off all the bling with the belt. Yeah. He's got about he's got a ton of them. I'm trying to get the light right light. Hey there he is. Here we go. What's hey. happening? Uh it's morning time. You just get up? Uh I've been up a couple of hours. Really? I'm an early bird early birder. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. It's a friggin' yeah. Canadians, you gotta get up early yeah. to talk to us. How's um how's being an owl? Perfect. Perfect. I think Joel last night was uh, up until all hours of the morning. Who? Uh, was one of you gentlemen up all night last night? That was me. This guy. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my kids woke up, so I just had to get up, and then I saw that retweet, so I was like, I got to I gotta call and ask. Yeah. This is awesome. He's texting hey. me at midnight. I'm like, what are you doing harassing John Wayne Parr at midnight? But it's only five. Yeah. <laughs> You got the monster hat on from your sponsor? Yeah, I got to represent. Yeah. <laughs> they, they treat you good? Yeah, they're, they're good. They're cool. Awesome. So how's things? How's things? Things are cool. Um, I had a fight two weeks ago. I had a win. Uh, it's summertime here. It's just about to be Christmas. We just we got our last bowing session today. Then we're going to stop for two weeks. So yeah, no more violence for two weeks. It's nice. Who did you fight? Uh, who did I fight? Um, I fought a gentleman from Canada. Oh. Uh, Matthew, Matthew Richardson. He's mm -hmm. based in Phuket now. He's based out of a gym called Ruthless. Ruthless Muay Thai. Yeah. Um, he's, he's half, half Jamaican, half Canadian. <laughs> so, yeah, he was cool. He had a uh, big long dreadlocks. Uh, and yeah, really cool customer. He was a nice guy. Super was nice. that in your promotion? Yeah, in the uh, CMT cage, cage Muay Thai. Yeah. And that was on the second, right? Uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, December second. So, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, December third. So oh, came, the third. Out, okay. came out came out injury free. Um, 
Nice stitches. Oh, I got five stitches in my shin. But besides that, all good. Really? In the shin? Yeah, so better than my face. Yeah, no kidding. I've got to try and maintain these uh, poster boy looks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's next for John? When, when are you fighting again? Uh, I believe Bellator. I'm just waiting for them to um, confirm some dates for me. Uh, I sent him an email last week asking for a schedule. I've been asked to do a few seminars in, in uh, of all places, uh, Lebanon and Brazil. Wow. But I can't accept them until I get my fight dates uh, locked in because I don't want to shoot myself in the foot and be somewhere where I shouldn't be. Yeah, missing training to teach somebody yeah, else and then not being able to train. That so, covers one so. of my questions then. Was uh, yeah, okay. I just seen you were you were just signed to Bellator Kickboxing? I didn't know if that was still a go. Yeah, yeah, they they've given me um three fights for 2017, um, and it's not bad money either. So I'm pretty excited to get over there and um showcase what an old man can do from uh, down under. Yeah. So how old are you now? You're 40. 40, yeah, 40. 40 going strong. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I've been lucky. I've had uh, three fights as a 40 year old for three wins. So um, yeah, I'm pretty stoked. I thought uh, I thought it might be getting a bit long in the tooth, be, be punching people in the face, but it's still fun. Yeah. Did you yeah. retired in 2012, right? Yeah, I, I retired. Um, I got to the stage where I was just. I think I need. I needed a break, so I was just worn out and run down. Uh, had a few injuries, and then had six months off. And then after six months, I started to get itchy knuckles going to the fights and seeing other people winning by knockout and, and seeing other people enjoying the rush of um, competing so it made me miss the sport so much and now, and now since I've come back I come back to the sport it's um, uh, it's, it's different I, I feel like um, I'm doing it because I, I want to be here again I, I enjoy not only the fights but I enjoy the training I, I really love being out on the road running first thing in the, the start of the day um, inspiring, doing pads, um, creating crazy combos on the on the pads. So, yeah, it's it's, it's more than just a job now. It's just um, a lifestyle. I, I'm I'm loving I'm loving being. I love my job. Yeah, that's a good thing to have. It's easy for you to run because it's uh, minus thirty five here and covered yeah. in snow. So, <laughs> running yeah. on a treadmill, it's boring as hell. Yeah, yeah, I can't do treadmills. Um, I we're lucky. I, I live in a place called the Gold Coast. Um, so right now it's a bit hot. Is it? Uh, we get up to 35, and then our winters are, are probably your summers. We get down to a, a freezing 20. It's like oh, I got to put a shirt on. <laughs> That's warm here. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, you're you're outside right now at, at, yeah. at your own place, like your house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nice. Yeah. So it's 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 7 a.m. and it's already like 23 degrees. And yeah, you're in uh, Brisbane. Is that where it is? Uh, the Gold Coast. So okay. I'm an hour from Brisbane. Hour from Brisbane. Um, I'm on the beach. So the beach is like five minutes from my house. Sweet. How far is how far is your gym from home? Uh, ten minutes. Okay. Nice. Yeah, and and then uh, we run around. I run around. So in the mornings I run twelve kilometers, and then um, about five, oh, about fifteen minutes from my gym is is the beach. So we're along the beach and run back again, and. Um, it's it's not a bad view. First thing in the morning, all the all the young ladies are out walking their dogs or doing their thing. So it, it you you can't you can't pretend to be tired. You got to try and man up and have the chest out and pretend that you can run all day. It's fun. That's why you <laughs> could do twelve k. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That's yeah, why you need motivation to do that. Do <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, it's tough, tough, tough gig. 
when you hold your cage Muay Thai, do you, do you hold them in Brisbane? Uh, I hold it, yeah. So there's a place called Logan. Um, we've got a, a venue that holds 2,500 people. Uh, and we've got a really good fan base now. We've done um, nine shows and, and seven shows at that one location. And um, yeah, it's really cool. Uh, it's getting more and more popular every show that we do. Uh, people enjoy the, the crazy because it, there's no stalling. There's no ground. Um, if you're pressed up against the fence for more than five seconds and there's no action, you stop, step back, start again. Um, and the beauty of it, if you do get knocked down, there's still eight counts, like normal Muay Thai. Yeah. So it's very violent. It's very fast. It's, um, yeah, it's like uh, MMA on speed. It's, it's crazy. with the little gloves, right? Little gloves, yeah. Ooh. Little four ounces. And do you, it's, it's do you keep so the Muay Thai rules, like there's full clinch and, and, everything, and stuff everything's like that? Yeah. Muay Thai. Everything's Muay Thai. So if there's no action in the clinch, um, you stop, you step back, you, you start again. Uh, as soon as you go to the ground, you stop, you stand up, you start again. Um, wow. Yeah, no stalling. So it's complete violence for the entire. And the best part is, from the first fight to the last fight, you're guaranteed pure madness because even the guys that their technique aren't sort of like world class, because they're they're throwing so hard and trying to cause as much physical violence as possible. It's just entertaining. It's mad. It's so yeah. crazy. So, wow. And then you, if you watch it on YouTube, it's okay. But if you're in the venue and you can feel electricity in the venue, it's um. You can't you can't look away because if you look at your phone, all of a sudden someone's going to land a right hand, or a head kick, or a jumping uh, something, yeah. something, something. But well, it's, 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 it's really cool. Cindy from Harley Davidson. Yes. Oh, yeah, really Cindy. Yeah, I know Cindy really well. I know her brother really well from Stop here. It. Yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, and that's why. What, and so, what's the chances? Well, and and she knew that I was fighting, and so she said, "Come to Brisbane." In December for the show because they're always there and come and I said well I fought the same night like December second oh, wow. so That's and then crazy. last year at Christmas I fought the same time so I, I couldn't come so uh, one of these man. years I'm gonna have to take her up on the offer <laughs> yeah we, we got a, we got a Christmas party tomorrow at the gym and they they're gonna come along I'm Cindy and Grant are gonna come along yeah. as a, as, a, as a, I guess oh good have a, have, have a have a Barbie yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So oh, that's cool that you know them. That's really oh nice yeah, fun. yeah, they're great. Like her, her brother is a good friend of mine, and so that's how I I met her. And then we were just talking one time, and she just was in Canada visiting for the summer, and was saying yeah, she's going back. Yeah. And she asked if I knew you. I was like, well, I don't know him, but I know who he is. I'm I love watching him fight. So yeah, that's cool because they got the two stores over in Canada now. They just have been another showroom somewhere. Yeah, I don't know about that so, one. So, just the one here. Yeah, so they they're killing, doing really well. Well, in the the Harley Davidson shop here, like we have a local promotion called Havoc, and and that's where they do the weigh-ins and all that stuff. Is right at Harley. Okay. Yeah. Yep, yep. With all the bikes. Yeah, we do we do our weigh-ins at uh, their their shop. So yeah, it's really cool. And oh, really? They're amazing, amazing people too. Yeah, you got you got a bike from them too, right? Yes. Yes. So yeah, guys, if you guys that. don't know who I'm broadcasting live on Facebook Live right now, this is John Wayne Parr, living yeah, if legend. Follow, if, if you follow the World Championships of Ping Pong, I'm that guy. I'm the <laughs> Ping Pong champion. Yeah. <laughs> hey, there was, a, there was a video floating around from Australia where that guy uh, had his dog mauled by a kangaroo, and then he punched him. Did you ever see that YouTube yes. video? Oh, yeah, how could you miss it? It was Ow. on every 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 second feed and, and Facebook and social media and Instagram. It was mad. How bad are kangaroos actually? Like, would that thing yeah, destroy no, you? 
they ain't mess with kangaroos. They'll they, they hop on their back leg and um, they'll they'll easily gut you if they got big enough claws. The claws. They, they hop on their back legs and, and they double TP in the stomach and then um, because they're conditioned to it, that doesn't hurt them. But if they do it to us, all our intestines will fall out of our stomach. Oh wow! Yeah. Oh wow! Oh yeah! And and then have you seen them put um, other animals in um, choke holds? Yes. They'll easily. Um, um, mate, uh, like do a dog or an animal or something, and and then and they like to drown them too. They take them into the water and hold them underwater and drown them. Wow, so they're evil. Yeah, you should get evil. them fighting in the cage. Yeah. <laughs> so realistically, if that guy had to hit a full-grown kangaroo, it probably would have messed him up, right? Uh, I dare say yes. If 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 it, um, I I think that gentleman gave that kangaroo the Stockton slap. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he stunned him with his Stockton slap, and then um, the kangaroo was like, what the hell? And before he could do anything, he was too confused to, to counter. And he ran away. Hey, uh, I, got a, I got a question. When When's your daughter fighting again? Uh, I'm not sure. She might be fighting in England in um, March, possibly. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been off on an a, a, a international fight over there, so her, her first inter-overseas in inter fight, so it's pretty crazy. If it comes off, it'll be really cool. Is that fun cornering her and coaching her? What's that, sorry? Is that fun cornering and coaching her as her dad, but as a, as a coach and stuff dad, like that? Depending, depending. If 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 I'm not fighting, I'd love to go over and be in a corner. It'd be cool. Where's yeah. Noodle? Noodle's, Noodles back yeah. in the states. Yeah, his visa <laughs> ran out, so he's back in America. He's working with um Joe Stevenson in uh Victorville. Oh yeah. So uh, Joe Stevenson's got a gym over there, and um, I believe Joe does a lot of uh casting for the uh the mma um show uh what's the one there's a uh, mma series on one of the um, networks over there um i forget the name of it do you know the one i'm talking about the not the ultimate fighter no it's, not the one. it's like a uh like a just a tv show about mma oh um anyway. damn it it's just a regular TV show. Yeah, it's just a regular TV yeah. show. That, that the life and times of what it's like to be a, uh, run a gym and have fighters and go to fight shows. And, yeah, I know and what you're talking drama, about. <laughs> all the drama that's involved with it. Yeah, so Joe Stevens does that. And he, he's got um, uh, noodles uh, apart as uh, someone in the background that maybe that walks past. And Kingdom. Just, just, yeah, that's the one. That's it, Kingdom, yeah. Oh, okay. So I think I think noodles got a part. I think he just sits there and uh, walks past every now and again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> So is he, he, he kept training then and stuff? Because he came to visit you, he, right? And you got him he, in the he's gym. He's training, or? but I'm, I'm not sure how intense he's training. When, when he was us, because um, we got in the gym twice a day, every day, uh, he was training like crazy hard. So I don't know. I'm not sure where his motivation level is right now. But um, when he was us, he was killing. He went down from 147 kilos to, to 100. And then, um, yeah, he was he was so motivated and over here he was a star every time he go to the fight shows people ask him for photos and um, getting selfies with him and um, but back in the states now he's just a regular um, another American so <laughs> huh? I, I, I don't know Did who hit him when, was yeah, it Mark Hunt Mark Hunt hit him right yeah Mark Hunt punched him right in the belly yeah, yeah so he cool. took it like a uh, that, that thing took off that was that was a viral sensation it was so good so yeah Mark, Mark Hunt, Hunt hits the, hard at, 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 Mark Hunt was at the gym just doing um, some sparring with the boys, and after he finished, we'd all be punching uh, noodles in the stomach for the last couple of weeks. <laughs> and then uh, everyone, everyone hit him, no one would be able to hurt him. And then um, noodles come up and he said, "Hey, any chance you're gonna go ask Mark and see if he'll punch me in the stomach?" Yeah, sure, no worries. Hey Mark, 
hey, just wanting to get this young fellow over here. We've all punched him in the stomach the last couple of weeks. No one's better hurt him. Um, do you want to have a go? Goes, oh, I tell you the truth, not really. Why don't you get one of the other boys to punch him? Goes, oh, well, they're not Mark Hunt. You're Mark Hunt. If you do it, it'll be cool. He's <laughs> like, oh, I've got pretty brittle hands. not really sure. I'm, I don't want to hurt myself before the fight, before the Frank Muir fight. Goes, Come on, man. It'll be, I'll, I'll give you a free Gatorade. Come on. <laughs> so um, he said, all right, I'll do it. I'll, I'll do it with my left hand. I, I don't want to kill him. Yeah, sure. Left hand's good. Whatever, whatever hands that suits you. So he was pretty nonchalant about the whole deal. Wasn't didn't look that excited. And then um, I've got given the countdown three, two, one. Next minute you see Mark Hunt drop his legs, pull his hand back, and it looked like he was trying to touch his soul. He wanted to um, fully demolish him with one shot. It was the most craziest thing I've ever seen. And then um, yeah, Noodles took the shot. Um, after two seconds realizing that he wasn't dead, <laughs> he started laughing at Mark Hunt, saying, "Oh, that's it. Is that the best you got." So it was, yeah, it was crazy. It, it was so funny. Poor Mark Hunt was devo. He thought it was, he was that one shot knockout. Yeah. And um, yeah, Noodles is something special. He's the cannonball kid. That's awesome. Yeah, hey, Homer Simpson. <laughs> of all your, of all your fights you've have, ever had, who's who's one of your biggest ones that you're like your favorite fights for Ooh. opponents? Um, Zambidis. Yeah, he's my favorite. That's a tanner. Zambidis was fun. Um, The first time we fought, uh, yeah, I thought I won, and then, uh, and then I had to live with the consequences for about, I think, seven years before I got my rematch. So for for seven years, um, every time it was mentioned on uh, on the forums back in the day, it'd go crazy every time because fifty percent would be for me, fifty percent would be for Mike. Because um, a lot of people thought that knees to the arms didn't score, and a lot of I think people said that um, his punches to my guard didn't score either. Um, so then when we got the first rematch, um, I beat him on points quite convincingly, and I was pretty happy with that. And then the third time that we fought, um, yeah, there's a little bit of animosity between the two of us. Uh, and then yeah, when the referee brought us together and on the ring, um, the referee was giving us our instruction, and Mike leaned forward and whispered in my ear. Tonight, I kill you. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell did you just tell him? You just tried to threaten my life. So um, that made me a little bit aggravated. So I got back to my corner and then I thought, you know what? I'm going to try and smash your face in. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it was cool. I did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I was so, so pissed. I wanted to smash him. And well, you took that, him out in the first round, right? Yeah, the first round one. Was, yeah. yeah, it was fun. So the funny thing was, um, I watched a few of his videos and, and the lead up, and I noticed that his first, the first, his, his last four or five fights, as soon as the bell rang, he'd run across the ring and try and um, lock his opponent into the corner or against the ropes, and he'd just wail away, put his, put his head on their chest and just swing wildly. So for, for about three weeks, every time I'd go to bed at night, I'd lay on my pillow and I'm, I'm thinking, when he runs across the ring at me, what am I going to do? I should do, I should do a jumping knee. Nah, I should do a Superman punch. Nah, I might get hit. I do this, I could do this, or this. You know what? I might just tee him in the face. If he runs at me, I'm just going to tee him in the face. So for three weeks, I'm sitting there, and every night I'm trying to work out what I was going to do. But no, just, I come to the conclusion, tee him in the face is probably the safest safest bet without getting caught. So he's, we come to the center ring, referee gives rules. He's told me he's going to kill me. Um, I'm quite angry now. I've gone back to my corner. I've dug my feet in, thinking he's going to run straight across at me. I'm just going to teep him straight away. 
And then the bell rang, sure enough, for three weeks, that, that whole visualization of him running across the ring, bang, sure enough, he runs straight at me. I throw the teep up, hit him in the face, and then, um, yeah, knock him, knock him over um, for six, landing straight on his bum. And then for that, about two seconds, I'm in my head, I'm thinking, holy crap, I can't believe that worked. I can't believe that for three weeks I've been thinking about this and that actually happened. So, yeah, it was, it was, it was one of those, um, yeah, very cool moment in my, in my uh, fighting uh, history. So, yeah, when, when a plan comes together. Yeah. Do you do that a lot for your fights? Do a lot of visualization training before you before you fight? Yeah, if I if I if I watch uh, someone three or four fights, yeah, I try and work out what's their strengths and weaknesses, just like any other fighter, I guess. Try and do my own work. The hardest part with me is um, I'm my own boss, so I get my friends to help corner me. But pretty much, I make my game plans. I I pick my fights. Um, yeah, I I, I I train to a certain level to. Yeah, there's no there's I, I've got no boss. So, yeah, you you self train yourself, and you don't you don't have a, a a coach or anything at this point, do you? Nah, I'm my I'm my my own nightmare. So yeah, but it's, it's so far it's working. For, uh, since I left Thailand in '99, I've been my own bus for the last 16 years, and it seems to be working. It seems to be going okay. So I did enough stuff in Thailand to to work out the do's and don'ts. So you've um, had 127 fights. Yes. Yes. And 13 professional boxing fights? Yes. Wow. Yeah. It's a lot uh, of getting one, punched one, in the face. One, one, one really bad MMA fight. Oh, you did have so, an MMA fight? Yeah, it wasn't good. Um, really? So so what happened was um, I was sitting in Australia, sitting, uh, and I get a phone call, and there's this guy back in the day. His name was Tony Bonello. He was like the, the most – this is before UFC got really famous. So he, he was bringing out guys from America – and um, he was getting okay crowds, but he, so he rang me up, and he, he he's a hundred kilo fighter too. So he rings me up, hey, look, it's Tony, got a question, just wondering, would you be interested in fighting me? And it's like, uh, no, you're a, you're a heavyweight, I'm a middleweight, um, I'm an, I fight at seventy two, you're a hundred. That's just that's sort of dumb. He goes, well, I'm bringing all these guys out, no one really knows who they are. If, if I fight you, it'll be huge. I think we'll get a good crowd. We'll be able to kill it. Uh, I'll give you $35,000. So, oh shit, uh, that is enough to convince me that, yeah, why not? Let's do this. So, um, I had two months to prepare. So, because I was going to make 35000 I thought, um, I'll, go to, I'll go to America for two months. I'll try and learn as much as I can. So, I got to train with um, a few friends. Um, I got to do a little bit with Cup Swanson. He gave me a hand. Joe Stevenson again. Um, I went to train in... Um, yeah, San Diego for a little bit. Um, did a bit in Victorville with uh, Thomas Denny. Come back to Australia. So and the and the um, the plan was the the stick and move, stick and move. But uh, when my opponent got into the cage, I, I noticed that his lip was white and he was pretty much trembling, and he looked like he was so afraid. I was like, oh, I think I should knock you out. That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, but. Once the bell rang, he just uh, rushed up me and pushed me up against the cage, um, took me down to the ground, and then uh, tried to ground and power me. And then, which uh, I held on nice and tight. I tried to escape. I, I gave him my back, and then yeah, he locked in a uh, rear naked. So it was pretty bad. Yeah, but it's size size matters. Thirty kilos is a big. Well, that's a lot of weight. Away. Yeah, yeah. Looking back in time, it's like oh, what was I thinking? And the worst part was um, the next day. I've, I've asked. Um, Hey, uh, uh, no, that night I said, oh, what about my prize money? He said, oh, I've, I just got to wait for the money to clear for the venue. Once the money clears, I'll, I'll fix you up. 
And then um, what I didn't know was the very next day he'd already premeditated and booked his plane to America and he took off. So he didn't pay the venue, he didn't pay me, he didn't pay the fighters or the um, music. Yeah, he didn't pay nothing. So, what? Um, but yeah, I was very lucky that his, uh, his buddy ended up um, fixing me up. So huh. he's, uh, his co-promoter's like, oh, look, I'll, I'll, I'll get you the, the coin. Like, you, you took that fight. You didn't have to take that fight. So um, over over a course of a year, he gave me some here, some there, picked me up a little bit. So eventually <laughs> I got the money, but yeah, it was not good. Freaking bad people. promoters. Work, yeah. Work, work, working with crazy people is sucks. Is this, when you were training for this fight, is that when all the Josh Barnett stuff went down? Yes, exactly. Yeah, that's okay. the San Diego stuff. Yeah. So that Very did easy. happen then? Yeah, for sure. Okay. For sure. Well, why would I make that up? It's I crazy I couldn't understand why you would. <laughs> yeah, it's, it was um, yeah, it was really weird. Cause I, I was so um, when I first seen it, I was like, oh shit, because uh, you watch the, the the VHSs back in the day, and you, and you see them, you see um, in Pride, and you, got, you can't respect people, you, you can't help but respect people that are superstars. Yeah. And then um, yeah, he just brushed me. He wouldn't, he didn't have no idea who I was. He says he does, but no way, because he did that um, that thing with Joe Rogan pretty much after I was on, because he was so pissed at what I said. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, but he, he just lost face. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't true. It was all real. So, but he's raised. Well, sometimes shit happens, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dealing with a bunch of crazy people in the fight world. Yeah, there's definitely yeah. enough of them around, isn't there? <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> Go ahead. Nothing. Oh. I thought he was going to say something, but... I didn't know anything about this Josh Barnett stuff. So. Luke is your number one fan. Just saying. <laughs> He was freaking out last night when he was texting me. He's yeah. like, "Oh my god, John Wayne Parr texts me back." Well, Tanner yeah. was busting my chops because he's got these. We got a bunch of buddies here that fight in the UFC from from Victoria and stuff, and they're coming on the podcast. And so he was razzing me, and I was like, "Okay, I got to get a big guess." And then it was hilarious because last night I was like, "Yeah, that's right, motherfucker, he's coming on here." Yes. Yeah, <laughs> hey, it's cool. Nah, this is awesome. Um, so how many? How how much longer do you want to fight for? How long? Yeah. Uh, until my body breaks. Yeah. Yeah. So the money's too good. There, it's too much fun. Judging um, by you, it's never gonna break. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just keep going until, until something. You might. Uh, yeah. It's too much fun. It's too much. Yeah. It's. Uh, I still have the motivation every morning to wake up, put my shoes on, run for twelve k's, do my pads, do my sit ups. I, I, I'm not. I'm not lacking in the. Um, yeah, the motivation's always there. I, I, I love it. it. It's so much fun. It, uh, just training and, and having that endorphin rush every single day is like the ultimate. And then once you get out to the ring and you do the business and, and you get the win, uh, yeah, it's so cool. It's such a it's, rush, uh, right? It's such a rush. Uh, and, and just, uh, I'm very lucky in Australia. Uh, I get a, a lot of people come up and saying hello, and I've got a, um, and my kids are in the crowd too, so I make I want to make them proud, and I want to make all my friends proud, and my family proud. So and, and I feel like as a fighter, that's what I was put on the surf to do is the, to fight. So and if I'm not fighting, I, I feel like I'm, I'm missing a missing link. There's something not. So I feel fulfilled when I punch people in the face. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent. Well, I retired too ten years ago, and and I was depressed and turned out alcoholic. Yeah. And I came out of retirement. I fought three times this year, and same thing. Yeah. I, I feel I feel back at peace. Yeah, 
Yeah, exactly, exactly. You, you, what's the, um, oh, I forget the saying, the, you, you, you train for war to, to live in peace or something or other, something, something, one of those ones. Yeah. But yeah, I, yeah, I, I feel a very, very zen when I'm punching people. It's very cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, and you're hitting people that also want to hit people, right? So it's not like you're being a, a, an asshole and walking around getting in street fights and being the dickhead. You're, you're fighting other people that are training to fight. So it's you both mm-hmm. are under the same idea. I, I also like money. Yeah. Money is, a, <laughs> <laughs> money is cool. So, yeah. And, and I'm very lucky that um, I get paid pretty pretty nicely by promoters around the world that are happy to have me on the show. So, mm-hmm. uh, I, uh, I, I'm allergic to work. Every time I work, I, I get watery eyes and I start sneezing. So I've got to keep away from, <laughs> from having a full-time job and keep punching people instead. Hey, uh, you're your gym, John, right? Yes. Do you, do you have yes. somebody that manages the gym or do you do that too? Yeah, I do everything. Oh, do you? So I, teach, I teach all the classes, teach all the PTs. Um, my wife helps me a, a lot, but a majority of the classes I teach, uh, I do it, yeah, so um, I, I'm the one that greets people at the door, I'm the one that answers the gym phone, I'm the one that does all the vacuum cleaning, wow. so it's, it's, it's just our little family business, um, uh-huh. but at the same time, it's so so much fun. Um, I, I, I do two classes a day, so it, it's a normal person goes to work for eight hours, I work for two hours, and, and that two hours I, I consider hanging out with my mates for two hours. Because yeah. it's just uh, not only a train hard, but you're also joking around in between in between classes. And as you're explaining combinations, if you can um, create some scenarios where you can get everyone laughing at the same time as they're trying to work hard, it's it's leaving the gym with a smile on your face. That's a that's a good day. Yeah. What's Did the you, name of your gym? Uh, Buntu. So in Thai, it's it's translated to whoa, whoa, metaphor. <laughs> we're back, we're back. There we go. Your phone's so, drunk. Um, uh, in in Thai, um, blessed, uh, uh, means blessed by, blessed by the gods. Oh, it's nice. It's very deep and meaningful, yeah. So you do like a, a, a noon class and then an evening class? Or how do you do it? I, I, we do a, a 9.30 a.m. and a 6.30 p.m. And then my fighters train from uh, four, 4 in the afternoon until 6.30. So two and a half hours for the fighters and an hour for my normal class. Cool. And, then, and then the normal class is just regular people, beginners, that kind of stuff that come in and want to yeah. start doing Muay Thai yeah, yeah. or kickboxing? So uh, approximately um, 80% of our people are just for general fitness. So they, they lots of families. Um, I try not to have any gym bullies. Uh, if anyone wants to be a, a, a gym hero, they, they have to do a few rounds of me. And then they either they either learn respect or they or they leave. And then and in the day, if they want to be a gym bully, they can go anyway because I don't want them. Yeah. I'd rather have I'd rather have fifty happy people than one one superstar. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, you got to make a business. You got to you got to have, and uh, everyone's so cool. Every, everyone, um, you can leave your wallet on the floor, and if you get it, it's still going to be there the next day. Uh, uh, and and everyone's encouraged too. Everyone's to see everybody lift. Nobody's no one's um, talking crap. Everyone's. Um, yeah, it's just just a good environment to hang out in. You know, it's like martial arts. It's just yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. We have that too. Do you have lots of tourists that come stop by the gym when they're in town and yes. stuff? Yeah, it's so mad. I had a gentleman yesterday from Germany. He came. He he was in Australia. He drove for two hours for a selfie. Um, and we get it all the time. We get people that they'll just drop in. Uh, I'll greet him at the at the door, um, asking if I can help him about classes, and it's like, oh no no no. 
Um, I've just got off the plane from Japan or Sweden or Holland or somewhere, and um, they just want a picture or just to tell their friends that they've, they've been to Bunchu. So it's, it's very humbling that when you get recognized for your achievements. Yeah. I did the same thing when well. I was in Hawaii. I drove I drove to Hilo to, to go see BJ's gym, but he wasn't there. So <laughs> I, would, I would make plans BJ. to come to Australia, though. <laughs> yeah. Hey. yeah, I would be staying there for a while. So yeah, bring me swimmers. So with your fight promotion, is there a place that they could people can watch it? Uh, we get it. Um, we do a live broadcast on the night. And then it gets shown on Fox Sports uh, on TV here in Australia about a month later. So they, they record it and then show it later. Can we see That's it online anywhere? Like live? Uh, on the night. Yeah, only only uh, we have a live stream. And then uh, then it's Fox Sports. And, and then once it goes on Fox Sports, then I put it on YouTube. Is the live stream just on your website? Uh, I put the stream up just before the event. It's only okay. it's only um, on the on the night. It's, it's yeah, it's not a... Uh, yeah, it's not stored. You can only watch it live. Okay, mm-hmm. I've seen yeah, clips cheap, of it, but it looks it, brutal. It, it, oh yeah, it's a cheap, cheap and nasty stream. So it's only uh, live. They don't, they don't um, hold it in their records. So it's good, but it's very clear. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a nasty league. So I I liked. I've only seen clips. On but YouTube, yeah, because yeah, you yeah. put a lot of the fights up on YouTube after, right? Yes. So yeah. the 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 main plan is the business plan is to try and bring international fighters in. So every time I bring someone from um, right England here. or France right here, this or guy. Holland. This guy yeah. right here. Yeah. So and then and then that country talks about the um the the promotion for like the four weeks lead up. It's it's uh, I'm trying to make it uh, as worldwide as possible. Mm-hmm. And then it's pretty cool because everywhere I go everyone knows the brand. Everyone knows what I'm doing in the cage. And it's an opportunity for MM, uh, Muay Thai guys to, to experience what it's like to be in the cage but they yeah. don't have a jiu-jitsu experience yeah it's such a different it's such a different rush with those little gloves it's mad it's so much fun do you ever put yeah, an MMA have... fight in there no 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 I don't want to mess up the crowd I want so from from the first fight to the last fight every single person knows that every fight is um, full tie rules yeah and yeah, I don't want to spoil a good thing with um, exciting fights and put a boring MMA fight on there. <laughs> yes. Ooh. Super oh. insulted now. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've actually never fought full Muay Thai. All my, all my fights have been uh, like K1 rules. Yeah, Canada has some crazy rules about their, their Muay Thai league. Uh, they, apparently, you can't, guys can't fight professional with um, without headgear. Is that right? Oh, yeah. No, yeah, they, no they, they have it. I just haven't. I just haven't fought full more time. I've always just fought K1 because here, like, okay. I mean, the, the idea was I always wanted to get to glory, right? And those are the rules. And so, oh, okay. you know, it just made sense, so, right? So, a, a, a man card's never interest you? Oh, what's that? A man card. A man, a man, man card. Ah, oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to get that. I'll have to get that and come to Australia. That's what I'll have to do. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to, uh, Break my break my man card in in, in Australia. Oh yeah. As soon as you as soon as you fight full time rules, all of a sudden your voice your voice gets a little bit deeper. You start getting hairs in your chest. Oh man, you, look you, at this. You, you start you start. Oh, you're the super hairy. You, 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 you start you start liking girls all of a sudden. Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I uh, I do enjoy it. Like I I mean I fought a couple of MMA fights, so it's not that you know elbows and stuff. None of that worries me. But it's still um, just just the way it was. I could get more fight more action and um that's why but it'll be good 
Yeah. How many shows? When's when's the next Cage Muay Thai gonna be? Uh, we do two a year, so and I don't do I don't have a big budget, and um, we don't have huge sponsors, so we can only really afford two a year. Plus, it's so much stress being mm-hmm. the main event and the promoter. It's um, so crazy. Oh, you main uh, event all of them? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. So, yeah, it's just so, but, but I'm, I'm very lucky that I have a good reputation here in Australia for the crowd-wise. So I'm trying to build the brand enough that um, the, the brand can survive without me once I retire. So, nice. yeah, I want to build it to a point where when people hear, like UFC, when UFC comes to town, people buy tickets. But they don't even know the card. They just know UFC's coming. So they, yeah. they um, I want to try and make the same with the, the CMT here in Australia. So um, when we, Go ahead, John. Sorry. So, so once people... Once people have witnessed it, and um, they they always bring their friends, they always come back with um, with five mates that they got to that uh, to share the experience with. So, uh, yeah, it's it's. Um, I think a few more shows, and then hopefully, um, when I'm old enough, I can um, sit back and just be the promoter and um, enjoy the young kids smashing each other instead. Yeah. So when you fight for Bellator kickboxing, that's going to be K1 rules, right? Yes. I fought K1 before, and I've yeah. also fought boxing. So um, I'm, I'm happy to. Uh, or, or with the the three round fights, it's just a, a faster start. There's no feeling that process. You just gotta go. Um, and I, I like using my hands as well. I'm, I'm not a. I'm, I'm not big in the clinch anyway. So um, K1 K1 is sort of is sort of what I do anyway. Yeah, I, I've seen a bunch of your fights, and I would have guessed that you were a K1 guy, just by yeah, the way you fight. Yeah, I, I like throwing um, big combos. Um, I like, yeah, using using my hands and using my legs. If I do go on the clinch, I, I'm, I'd, I'd prefer to stay on the outside anyway. So, um, and I fought K1 before back in Japan uh, for two years. So, yes, it's all. Will, it's Bell- all Will Bellator let you fight in your own show next year? Yes, um, I asked them as, as well, and they said it's it's a. Uh, uh, I'm not locked into a contract. Uh, I'm, I'm, as long as I give them uh, uh, pre-warning and they get priority over over my um, matches so if there's n- not a fight too close together I'm more than welcome to fight for other promotions or, or my own promotions so um, I'm very lucky in that sense so you'll be able to still headline the show next year so you do yeah, one in the sure. summer and then one in December is that kind of how it works hang on for, a second for Cage Muay Thai it's summer here now Sorry, winter time. Yeah, <laughs> you people in the northern hemisphere, you got no idea. <laughs> it's summer there all the time. <laughs> yeah. So the worst part about being in Australia is Santa Claus has to wear um, uh, surf shorts. He has to wear board shorts because it's too hot. For, for his hat and everything. Yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. He wears well, he wears a, a muscle top and board shorts. <laughs> Trim, trims his beard. Jack Santa. You wouldn't want to be and fat in in, in Australia. Sunscreen on his nose. Yeah. So, so what 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 other month do you do your show then? Because I know you always do one in December. Uh, the the plan is that yeah. So probably um, July and December. So okay. the first week of December every year is always good. Um, everyone's getting ready for the holiday seasons, and then yeah, probably mid year, probably yeah July, first of July. I was watching a a pad routine this morning you were doing with Joe Rogan. When, okay, yep. when you're on the show, how hard does Joe Rogan actually hit? Oh, uh, when we were training together, he had a bulging disc. Okay. So um, he was very reluctant to, to sort of let anything go hard because his back was hurting so bad. And then um, 
when we sparred too, he, he didn't really want to do much because he's, he was in so much pain. But, um, yeah, so he did it anyway because uh, he said, oh, help, what's the chances of John Wayne Park coming to my house? Because <laughs> he got a gym in his, in, his, in his garage. Yeah. So, yeah, he, he manned up. He, um, we, we did the rounds anyway. He, he really enjoyed it. But, yeah, he couldn't go crazy, crazy. I've seen him do other stuff with George St. Pierre and um, Dwayne Ludwig and other things with the, the bag and the spinning back kicks that he has. And I was so mm-hmm. afraid of for my life. And we did spar because I thought he was going to pull some crazy stuff on me. But uh, no, he was he was a gentleman. He was a, such a cool guy. When when you when you get to hang out with him, you just realise he's just one of the boys instead of um, some mega superstar that you see on TV every, all the time. Yeah, I had a question come in from one of your fans. Um, were you involved in something called the Asian Contender or something like that? Yes. He wanted to um, know yes. what your experience was like on that with all the other great fighters that were on that. Yeah, it was really cool. It was um, the the Muay Thai's version of uh, Ultimate Fighter House. Okay. So we there was sixteen guys. Um, we we lived in a house for eight weeks, and we we'd do two episodes a, a week. So Monday to Wednesday would be an episode. Thursday, Saturday, be an episode. Um, Sunday was a was a day offish, but we still had to live in in the loft with the security guards to make sure that we didn't leave the premises. Um, yeah, it was cool. Um, uh, there was no radio, TV, internet. There was nothing because they they wanted us to create reality. Um, so yeah, it was just fun. It, it was like living in Thailand. There was no difference living in Thailand. You, you wake up, you train, you eat, you go to sleep. You wake up, you train. So, and then we we all become friends. And then once we were friends, and we have to fight each other. <laughs> so, I, I was very lucky that I had uh, I had three fights, made it to the final. And then we all got to go home for about six months. Um, they they aired the 15 um, episodes, and then we have a, had a live final in Singapore in front of 10,000 people. It was um, it was really cool. Um, yeah. I, I just got beat in the final by a gentleman called Yotsen Guy. Yeah. Um, so he walked away with 150,000 US. And, um, yeah, I got a I got a voucher for McDonald's. So, <laughs> yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Dwayne Ludwig yeah. earlier too. You yeah, yeah, you fought yeah. him. I don't know if that was a K one fight or what it was. Okay, but my very my very first K one. Yeah, and now he's one of the major coaches for like yeah, TJ yeah. Dillashaw, and but he fights way different. Yeah, we um we're still good friends. I, I still see stuff on Instagram and um, social media all the time, and we still comment on each other's stuff. Um, yeah, he's really cool. We actually trained together about a year before that. We had to fight each other. Oh no, probably probably three years before we fought each other um, at Master Toddy's gym in Las Vegas. Yeah, super super nice guy. He's, um, really intelligent. He's doing really great with his gym and, and his coaching. And, he's, and he won um, Coach of the Year, I think, about two years ago. Yeah. With what he was doing with all the all the boys at Alpha Male. Uh, yeah, nothing but respect for Dwayne. He's he's a yeah super good guy. Did you win that fight? Yes. Yeah. I um I was I was lucky. I I took the fight on a week's notice. Uh, I, I so this is cool. This is a good story. So I fought in Thailand on a on an eight man tournament. Um, so I had three fights in one day, one or three, and then uh, two weeks later I fought in Italy, um, and I had a win over there over five rounds, um, one on points. I got back to Australia, and my uh, uh, friend of mine he gave me a call and hey, they want to know if you want to fight in in K1 in in uh, ten days. Uh, and they had a late pullout. Do you want to fight Dwayne Ludwig? Sure, I'd love to. So um, I flew to Japan, and then um, 
yeah, end up uh, knocking Dwayne down, I think, three times and, and then one on points over three rounds. So in, in, in four weeks, I had five fights for five wins. It was, wow. Um, it, Holy yeah, in, 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 in three different countries, Thailand, Japan, and Italy. Wow. Yeah, it was, it was, that was my highlight of my career, five fights in one month. It was cool. And especially to go to country to country to country. Yeah. Yeah, it's fun. You don't feel banged up now after 140 fights? I know. I'm okay. Jesus uh, Christ! Yeah, no, no. That's, that's, I'm very, I'm very fortunate. I see a lot of guys come through the gym, and they have the, the potential to be like a next potential superstar. And um, after 20, 30 fights, maybe their knee might go, or their shoulder uh, rotator cuff goes, or something happens, or, or work, or the, the girlfriend, or some some sort of different element will uh, uh, pop up, and then all of a sudden they have to give the sport away. Or have I been fortunate that where my career has been, um, yeah, just very lucky. Wow. People say it's nothing to do with luck, but I, I believe there's luck has everything to do with it. Um, if if your stars aren't aligned, you're not going to get to your, to your destination. And so far, yeah, everything's been um, perfect. So I've been so out yeah. for three months now. I had knee oh, okay. surgery. So okay, I blew yeah. my ACL, my PCL, and my meniscus. Damn. Yeah. So I didn't want to take the time out of the gym, so I took up coaching. Oh, nice. Yeah, good, so good job. I jumped in coaching him and a bunch of other guys at the gym, so it's been it's been keeping me busy that way. I just didn't want to lose the time. Yeah, for sure. You definitely have to stay involved. Otherwise, yeah, you start going crazy. Yes. Do you, do, do you incorporate and do a lot of like rehab and stuff and recovery or just yeah. train your ass off? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, uh, I'd say, if, let's, let's pretend I fight Saturday, um, I, I'd have Sunday off, and then I'm back Monday teaching classes and doing privates and uh, running the gym again and vacuuming the floor still. And then i got to condition maybe... myself. This is bullshit. <laughs> like, I don't know how the frick i got to be off for a week already. This bugs me. And then, yeah, and then and then back into it. And, so, and then if my, my shins are still sore, I'll just punch. And if my hands are sore, I'll just kick. And then I just touched off. Just just the living in Thailand, you learn to adapt, and so and it's always good to maintain too because you never know when you, your next fight's going to pop up. So it's always good to stay semi-fit. And then once you get the the green light with a certain date, then it's full steam ahead until fight time. Mm-hmm. So you don't ever get out of shape. Uh, not really. Um, yeah. So so one time when I I had a couple of weeks off, I think it, I, I forget for some reason I had about three or four weeks off. And then um, a friend of mine, hey, I'm doing a, an 80-kilometer run for charity. Do you want to come with me? Yeah, sure. Jesus. And we, we jumped in the next morning. I met him at the, the place we were going to start. And, um, he, he, I ended up running about uh, 50 kilometers without any any training. So, yeah, that's fun. I was wow. very sore the next day, though. No kidding. It's <laughs> a mar- just marathon on a whim. Wow. Yeah. That's wicked. Yeah. Just, and I run... Um, uh, I run 19 kilometers a day. So, and if it's a 10 week lead up, it works out that I run about approximately a thousand kilometers before every fight. So, and then my, my knees are, I have no problems with my legs, my, my ankles, and my knees, and all my hips and my joints are perfect. He's so smaller than us, though, that's why. What do you find at? 70 something kilos? Uh, yeah, 72. What's 72. that in pounds? So, one, one, 160. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah, much. and then for Bell- for Bellator, I've got to start fighting at um, one fifty five. 
So you're gonna have to cut weight for that then? Yeah, I already cut a little weight to make oh, 160, okay. so to make 155 is gonna suck. What do you I, walk around at? About 80, 85, 86. So I don't know what that is in pounds. And one, uh, 170, 77. So probably another, um, probably another 20 pounds. So probably 190. Oh yeah, okay. Oh, you walk around at 190 pounds? Yeah. Holy Hannah. 155 is a stretch. That's what I said oh, yeah. when, when he said that he was oh, going to share some recipes. Your, your oh, other yeah. fight that you did, you, you put that stuff up on Twitter where you're like all these different pictures and then he just went straight down. Yeah. So, so um, yeah, with the Bellator, they want to do, for some reason, I don't know why they don't want to do Muay Thai weights, but they want to do MMA weights. Oh. So there's only, there's only, it's either one, one fifty five or one seventy. There's no in between. It's like, damn it, that's such a big weight difference between. I like to be right in the middle there, and they, they, there is no. So it's either fight giants or fight little guys. Yeah. And I'd rather fight little, little monsters and big monsters. Yeah. So how, how tall are you? Uh, about uh, five ten. Oh, that's not. That wouldn't be so bad at one seventy. Yeah, yeah, skinny. Well, you're kind of notorious just for taking fights too, so I would guess yeah. if it got offered, you'd do it. Yeah, for sure. For sure, for sure. <laughs> so, so what, what does your diet consist of then when you cut down? Uh, lots of seafood, um, lots of vegetables, lots of fruit, uh, lots of water, and a small amounts of carbs just for maintain energy for my training sessions. Do you use a- the seat? The seafood is the is the treat. So yeah, lots of salmon, lots of prawns, lots of fish. Do you use a carbohydrate supplement, or is it just uh, like rice and and rice, stuff like that? Yeah. After after living in Thailand so long, my 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 diet pretty much consists of rice for everything. Rice, Oof. rice, lunch, rice, dinner every day. I and, like rice. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, rice is cool. We had a we just had a weight cut for Luke, and it was terrible. He had to yeah. cut fifteen pounds. Oh, okay, fifteen. Yeah, it's it's not that bad, but for him it was terrible. Yeah, it was awful. It was so bad. I thought he was gonna die. But yeah, yeah, I got to weigh in. You need that man license. Me and him, we're gonna be best friends now. Well, I can't even lip him off because he can beat me up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, now I feel like I have to get a full Muay Thai fight now. It's, it's going to happen. It's going to have to happen. I said, I'm sorry? I said, I feel like I'm going to have to get a full Muay Thai fight now. It's going to have to happen. Right, I missed it. I can't hear. It's I'm going to... It's coming... Uh-oh. Hang on. I'm trying to turn up. Yeah, now. Ready? I just said, I feel like I'm going to have to get a full Muay Thai fight. I think so. I think yeah. so. I think the conclusion's <laughs> come... Coming to where um, you're gonna have to start slicing people up with your elbows. I guess so. I got pretty sharp elbows. It's it. It's on. I'm gonna have to do it. All right, we'll do it then. What's all the noise in the background? Is that birds? Yeah, yeah. It's only um, early in morning here, so yeah. The what do we got? Uh, crows and magpies and uh, all sorts of cool wildlife. Are the magpies so, there? Are they thieves? Magpies, yeah, they'll take you out. The magpies are vicious. When it's, oh, really? Um, in spring, they'll they'll uh, they swoop you. 
So they, they try and come from behind and try and take out your eyes from back to behind. And you, you don't hear them. So you, if you're on your push bike, or you, you just feel a peck or when they hit you on top of the head. They'll draw blood. They'll, they'll try and blind you. Yeah. Is anything safe there? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Fighting in the cage might be safe for the living there. <laughs> yeah. He's got the man card. He doesn't have to worry about it. It's true. Yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. Just as you're about to be bitten by a crocodile, you pull your man can out and he just backs up. Sorry, mate. Didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Train's train's almost done there, you said, and then you guys take you guys actually shut the whole gym down for Christmas. A couple yeah, weeks. I I I still be available for um, private lessons and stuff, just uh, just for fun. For a lot of people um, are in the neighborhood for uh, holidays because this is where I live on the Gold Coast is the Australia's number one holiday destination. We have the beaches and the theme parks, so a lot of people come on holidays. And wider in the hood, I get a lot of um, in, uh, requests. They come pop in the gym and, and, and while they're in town, a lot of people just like to do one session or one just to say that they've, they've trained at the gym or had the opportunity to hang out with me and stuff. So it's really nice. And then your fighters, I, I, I imagine, still train? Uh, well, over in Australia, because it's so hot, um, December till March, it's a bit quiet. So you can sort of get away with having a, um, a month off. Um, and then from, from about from about February onwards, from February to December is crazy time. So there's a fight show pretty much every weekend from 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 March till December. <laughs> and as a, as a promoter, it's really hard to pick your dates too because every single weekend's taken. You have to pick your dates very very early. There's so many shows, and every weekend we're at a fight show somewhere taking our fighters to, to compete. So the Muay Thai is really really big in Australia. It's huge. How is the MMA scene over in Australia now? It's uh, it's not, it's okay, but it's uh, when UFC comes to town, they they blow everything out of the water. But, yeah. But if you're a, if you're a little show, um, I think Muay Thai is bigger down here. Uh, people, we we don't wrestle at high school and we don't wrestle at university, so um, we're spoiled for for good striking. So everyone prefers the boxing or the Muay Thai compared to the MMA. The MMA shows they're lucky to get a thousand people. Um, yeah. But I think the the Muay Thai is more exciting, and majority of people enjoy the Muay Thai anyway. So you being a professional of right around 140 fights, could you give some guys a little bit of advice coming up or wanting to break into the sport? Yeah, for sure. Um, train hard, train hard. Uh, try not to let the the temptation of alcohol and girls and partying um, rule your life. It, it might be fun for a few years. But then you, you might have missed the golden opportunity to, to be to cement your legacy. So at the end of the day, it's it's nice to have a job, but it's it, working in a full-time job is not going to make you. Um, it's not going to give the fulfillment unless you're doing something you really love. If if your passion is fighting and you want to be a fighter, you must train as soon as you can and and compete as much as you can, um, because you don't know who's in the crowd every time that you compete. You might impress someone that has um, a lot of influence, and they might open doors, whether overseas or on other promotions, or it might be a potential sponsor. And I and I did this one a little while ago, um, uh, where I was telling people if you might be the first fight of the card, or you might be the main event, but you want to fight 
so exciting that when everyone leaves the venue, you want everybody talking about your fight. Yeah. You want to steal the thunder from the main event. You want to you want to say, okay, the main event was good, but how was that kid at the start? That that uh, little little Johnny. How crazy was he? How violent was he? How exciting was he? And then they're the people that are going to come back and support you time and time again. So they're the they're yeah. Every time you got to you got to try and think to yourself, I want to steal the show. I I ain't leaving here until um, everyone re- remembers my name. One hundred percent. Hundred percent. Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. I really hey, appreciate no it. it. It was super cool. I don't know how much time you got. You probably got to get to the gym. Yeah, we got sparring this morning. So our last sparring session for the for 2016, and then so we're done. Give everybody lumps <laughs> for the holidays. Uh, yeah, little little, little black eyes, black black eyes. <laughs> remember me for a, for a month. Well, you got a ton yeah. of fans. So, do you want to tell the people where they can find you? Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Yeah, for sure. Uh, if 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 you like violence and you and you like having a giggle, uh, definitely check out my Instagram page. Uh, I don't take myself very seriously, as you might tell. Uh, and I got a, a good following on um, Facebook as well on my Facebook athlete page. I'm um, just John Wayne Parr. Uh, yeah, Instagram's the one. Instagram's my favorite um, social media right now. It's just fun. Facebook seems to be a lot of people that um, like to complain. Yeah. You hear everyone's daily bullshit every day, and it's like, oh, just shut up. Whereas Instagram <laughs> is just like, oh, it's just a funny picture or a funny meme. So yeah. Instagram is where, where I like to hang out. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me on the show, guys. It was really cool. So oh, if we send you something to your gym, will you get it? Yeah, for sure. And we can find um, the um, address online? In between my vacuuming, I'm sure I'll be able to check the mailbox. Yeah, I know. We'll, All right. we'll get it out to you. Uh, so, just- so it's uh, Unit 7 slash 9... Uh, Cordum with a K, K O R T U M. Spell it again, sorry, John. So K O R T U M, M for Mary. Okay. Uh, that's, and that's a drive, Cordum Drive. And then it's Burley Heads, B U R L E I G H. And then okay. Australia, uh, Queensland, Queensland, sorry, Queensland, Australia. Uh, Earth. <laughs> so what what we're gonna do for the show today is i'm gonna make a special john wayne par shirt oh, i'm gonna ew. get a hundred of them made and they're gonna be limited edition but i'm gonna send nice. you a bunch too yeah, yeah. very cool very cool thank you very That's much awesome. for coming on the show john Thanks, we john. appreciate I it i really appreciate it man no worries anytime i'm gonna right. get thank my you. man card and you're gonna bring me to australia and we're gonna yeah. put on a show <laughs> yeah that's cool have a wonderful day John thank you peace thank you you, gentlemen thank you please put your hands together for our main event of the evening proudly brought to you by Gasoline Alley Harley Davidson the bout was stopped in a time of 2 minutes and 53 seconds into the third round with a 3 a knock down rule and your winner the interim CMT Super Middleweight Champion, The G!